Hello, friend. Welcome back to Intimacy After Infidelity. So grateful you're here today. And you need to buckle up because we are going deep today, deep into your thoughts and emotions. But I promise I won't leave you there. Did you ever think about when you hurt physically or if you have a child and they get hurt and they cry out in that pain? Well, did you ever think about what we're supposed to do when our souls, the deepest, deepest part of us and the deepest part of our heart, when we are in so much pain, sometimes it can come out in tears and crying, but is there anything else we can do to handle those deep hard emotions. And if you're not familiar with the word, I want to talk today about lament. Lamenting, uh, creating lamentations. Maybe you've heard of that from the Bible. And what is that? Well, it's a cry of despair, of anger, of protest, of doubt. So when we are hurting so deeply in our soul, we want to cry out in lament, a prayer for help, And it's a prayer that's coming out of pain. So we're going to talk about this today. What is it? What's an example of one? And then I'm going to give you a tool for how you can use this in your own life. Hey friend, welcome to the Intimacy After Infidelity podcast. I'm Christina Joy, forgiven daughter of Jesus, wife, mom, and affair recovery coach. Chances are you are stuck in a marriage that feels broken and you're uncomfortable with even speaking the word affair. You want to avoid heartbreak and divorce, but lately marriage has felt filled with landmines. You're wishing there was a step-by-step manual for how to survive, how to heal emotionally, how to rebuild your life, and maybe even enjoy it. Well, my dear, you are in the right place. So if you're ready to move forward, clothed with strength and dignity, then find that safe space and pop in that earbud. Let's rebuild your life and marriage better than it's ever been. Friend, if you have ever found yourself in a situation that you never imagined, you woke up one day and said, how in the world did I get here? And you look in the mirror and all you feel is the anger and disgust and then confusion and frustration of feeling stuck and frozen in your tracks because you don't know what the next step is that you're supposed to take. I have been there too. And if that's you, if you're thinking, oh, yep, I I don't know what to do. Friend, would you reach out to me? I would love to just listen. Not to try to sell you anything, but I would love to just listen and hear where you're at and share a little bit of encouragement over you. If working with me one-on-one is something you're interested in, I do have a couple spots available still that I could talk with you about that. But even if it is just for you to verbally process and, and tell somebody else the muck, the trench that you're sitting in, I want to be there for you. I want to be that confidential friend, the shoulder that you can cry on, Uh, the arm that you can lean on, I would love nothing more than to just encourage you to pray over you and to meet you where you are. So would you reach out to me either on Instagram at Christina Joy Coaching or send me an email, Christina at ChristinaJoyCoaching.com and I would love to connect with you. 
All right, so I warned you, we're getting deep today. We are going to first talk about what is a lament, and then we'll talk about an example of one. And like I said, I'll give you a tool of how you can use this in your life. So first of all, what is it? A lament is really being the most honest and vulnerable that you can be with God. It's expressing vulnerability by telling God exactly how we feel, not holding anything back. Take comfort in the fact that you don't need to be afraid of God and you don't need to be afraid of how you speak to him. He can handle our deepest emotions and our complaints. Whatever feeling that we have, he created that feeling. It is totally okay for us to reflect that emotion back to him. And I'm talking about these difficult emotions of sorrow and grief like I said, anger and even doubt. Healing comes when you learn to be the most raw, honest, vulnerable that you possibly can be. But healing comes when we take those emotions before God and learn how to handle them and what to do with them next, how to take steps forward so that you don't sit in that anger and bitterness forever. So a lament starts with being honest with God. No sugarcoating, nothing shallow, nothing fake. It's not dramatic. You are expressing the truth. Remember, an important piece here, we're learning to live in truth. So a lament also connects the hopelessness that we feel in life, and it connects it to the hope that God gives. A lament is a bridge between our current situation and the promises that we're waiting on. So it's important that we remember God's promises from scripture, how much he loves me, how he cares for me, what he thinks about me, what is his facial expression towards me, what's his tone of voice when he speaks to me. Remember the promises from God's word and then encourage myself to put my hope in God. I want to move towards songs of praise in spite of my current circumstances. I'm not minimizing anything here. I'm saying identify where you are right now. And can you also still sing songs of praise and have hope in God, no matter the circumstance that you're in right now? So that is a lament. It's being honest. It's expressing those emotions. And think of it again like a bridge that connects my current reality with my hope and the truth of God's word. Okay, so what is this? Like, what, what's an example of one? Well, did you know that in the Bible, in the book of Psalms, lament psalms are actually the biggest category of psalms? Can you believe that? So out of praise and all these other kinds... Lament is the biggest category. It was a normal part of their life and their worship services to spend time dealing with their emotions and their their troubles before the Lord. This was normal for them. Oh, what would happen if our churches brought this back? Lamenting and, and bringing hope. Wow, I hope that your church does that. I hope that you have a time of lament in your service as well. 
but here's how it's structured. If you're like me and you like outlines, here are five parts of a lament psalm or song. The first is an address or an introductory cry. So kind of like a dear God, if you write that in your journal, this is identifying the Lord as the person that the psalm is addressed to. Now, it doesn't just say dear God, but it starts with recognizing who the psalmist or who the author is talking to and usually acknowledging something about him. But we're addressing God as the person that we're talking to here in the song. Okay, the second part is the actual complaint or lament. It's articulating the problem that you're wrestling with. And you can go into detail here, how it's affecting you, the pain that it's causing, asking God for help. But again, go into detail about what's going on. Talk about that pain. Talk about that frustration. Again, the doubt, the the helplessness. You know, I feel like I'm going to die. God, this hurts. Go into all of that. That is the complaint or the lament. Then the next part of it is the confession of your trust. You're admitting, you're acknowledging your trust. Verbalize that back to the Lord. Share your hope that he'll come to your aid. You believe that he'll be present with you in your situation. So again, we're not minimizing. You've taken a moment to look at your current situation, acknowledge what's true and what's hard about it. But then you're confessing, God, I still trust you. I know that you will still help me. I know that you are still present with me in the fire right now. So confess or admit your trust in the Lord, even in the middle of your circumstance. Then number four, pray for deliverance. Request, beg, almost demand deliverance or at least God's intervention in the problem. Is there something that you need to see changed? Is there a person that needs changed or removed or brought into your life? Do you just feel like I'm about to die and I need God to rescue me out of this muddy pit? So pray for God's deliverance, God's intervention. Pray for God to to come into the situation. And then finally, what are you going to do when God does answer that prayer? you're going to praise. So go ahead and do that now. Offer praise back to God for how great he is. Offer thanksgiving to him for all of his blessings and his faithfulness to you. Little personal note here. It is very easy for me to read some of these daily prompts. Okay, you know, what are you thankful for today? How has God been faithful to you in the past? I read those prompts and I say, oh yeah, I know God's been faithful and I keep moving. Sister, when I sit down and force myself to journal the answer to that question, it unlocks so many doors in my spirit. I'm not just glossing over it, staying shallow, just scratching the surface. When I stop 
to really think about how has God been faithful. And I slow down enough to allow my brain to recall specific circumstances. That is when I can be the most real and honest with God. So I I just tell you that because I want to challenge you. Don't gloss over this. Sometimes our biggest problem, our biggest hurdle is ourselves and how much information we take in, how much we learn, and how little we apply. So that's why I want to end today with a specific application. How, how does this actually look in the Psalms and what does that mean for me? I want to show you how this actually works out because I challenge you right now, your homework is going to be to do this yourself. Can you sit down and write out a prayer, a lament to God for your situation? So here's how this looks in Psalm 42. I'm going to read the psalm to you, and then we'll go back and break it apart with the outline that I just taught you. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I go and stand before him? Day and night I have only tears for food, while my enemies continually taunt me, saying, Where is this God of yours? My heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshipers, leading a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of great celebration. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Now, I am deeply discouraged, but I will remember you, even from distant Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan, from the land of Mount Mizar, I hear the tumult of the raging seas, as your waves and surging tides sweep over me. But each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me, and through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. O God, my rock, I cry, why have you forgotten me? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? Their taunts break my bones, and they scoff, where is this God of yours? Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him yet again, my Savior and my God. So first of all, I hope that this psalm encourages you. You can hear how raw and honest this author was when he was sitting before God, praying, admitting his current circumstance, but then taking it a step further to say, what does that mean for my relationship with God and my life right now? What should I be doing? Okay, so let's look at this outline compared with Psalm 42. First is the address or the introductory cry. Remember, we want to see who is the psalmist talking to. So right there in verse 1, As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. He makes it very clear who he's talking to. The second part is the complaint or the lament. And this is really verses 2 through 4. I thirst 
For God, when can I stand before him? I have only tears for food, and my enemies are taunting me. My heart is breaking. Man, I remember how it used to be. I used to be the worship leader. That's what he's saying. I used to lead the crowd of worshipers. But number three, his confession of trust. Why am I discouraged? Why am I sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again. And then he keeps going. I am discouraged, but I remember God. And even verse eight, each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me. Each night I sing his songs, praying to the God who gives me life. So he is remembering who God is and why he can trust him. Okay, and then number four, prayer for deliverance. This is really verse nine and ten. Oh God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Sister, do you feel like God has forgotten you? It's okay to pray that. It's okay to say that and to sit in that. I feel forgotten. I feel unheard. I feel lost. I feel abandoned. I feel rejected. God, why are you silent? It is necessary. It's not just okay. It's necessary for us to say these things. So God, my rock, verse nine, why have you forgotten me? I wander around in grief. I'm oppressed by my enemies. Again, in verse 10, their taunts break my bones. But he doesn't stop there. He doesn't walk away in this completely depressed state. That final step, number five, is to end in praise. So look at verse 11 again. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Now you, as an author, have total liberty to express your heart in the situation. So I hope that you can take a few minutes this weekend, grab a journal, grab a piece of paper, and write this out. I would love if you let me know if you do this. Not that you have to share it with me, but I'd love to read it if you wanted to share it. I would love to hear where you are in your journey. How has God been faithful to you? But what are some of the things that are really, really hard for you right now? Again, I'd love to encourage you, pray with you, give you a virtual hug, and um, share tears if we need to. The Lord knows and the Lord is present with us. So, sister, have a great weekend. Please, again, reach out anytime. I would be honored to chat with you. And I will see you here next week on Tuesday. Thank you so much for hanging out here today. If you need to talk more about this topic, would you send me a message on Instagram at Christina Joy Coaching? Or if you want to know the first steps out of an affair, as well as what to do before agreeing to divorce, I'd love for you to grab my free training at ChristinaJoyCoaching.com. But if this encouraged your heart, please take a minute and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend so I can continue getting this show out to more women who need it. As always, be clothed with strength and dignity and laugh without fear of the future.